Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mm. 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 Who's this? Who's this? Who's, who's, who's this? this good boy girl? You want your only stupid answers? Nope. You're listening to it. <laughs> gotcha. It's nope, Sam and DJ. Silly, you're listening to it. Hey, it's your old pals Sam and DJ here with another episode of Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you could put your moist little ears into. We're going to be talking about movies, uh-huh. TV show, yes, movies, comics, yes, mm-hmm. Boy, mythical beasts. Yeah, we've done. We've talked about mythical beasts from time to time. Also, robots. Yes, and how they could have their someday end the world. Someday we're gonna do dreams. Yeah, it's one up of these there. days, and it's definitely never been on our brain. Whenever we're like, "Hey, what should we do this week?" And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, "Here's an obscure topic we're gonna come up with at the last second. It's like we could do dreams. Yeah, we could just do. See, dreams. I'm saying it out loud yeah. now so that we both remember. Remember, let's just do dreams. We won't remember that no, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna loot us. It, that'll be our last episode. DJ, yes. How you doing? You know what, man? I'm kind of tired. <laughs> I'm glad you were I'm honest. Kinda, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm tired yeah, you know pe- people don't know so yeah. the way we do our podcast is we record we do record an audio version of yeah, it yeah. for you guys yes. for the people the lovely people who've been supporting us from day one but also we stream it to our patrons at yes. patreon.com slash only stupid answers our internet's gone poo poo yeah. right on us it's it's been um and every and every time we try to stream uh people are like oh it seems like my internet's lagging that's mm-hmm. them talking it's mm-hmm. like Mm-mm, it's ours it's yeah. always ours so we're, we're figuring that there's been we've there's been a lot of really positive cool changes we've got a new set we've got all that stuff if you if you watch our our live streams on twitch on thursdays if you check us out on patreon.com slash only stupid answers but part of transition is like figuring stuff out yeah so we're we've, so close we've though. been figuring stuff out yeah dj got us a good camera there's a good mm-hmm. setup it's like we're able to record the good audio into the camera and into our video recordings. Like there's, oh, snap. there's stuff that's working. And also, if you were watching live, you know I could change the color of all the lights in the background from just a touch of my phone. Mm-hmm. It's magical. It is, but the internet likes to poop on all of our parades, <laughs> and it's uh, it's bumming us out. But we're gonna perk back up because we're gonna talk we're about, gonna talk about everybody's for movies. Everybody's favorite movie. Uh, in 2018. Oh man, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about. Is it safe to say that this is the best superhero movie of 2018? Of October, the first week of October 2018. It, for new releases, first week of October 2018. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that that's not true. Okay. <laughs> I think there may, I think there may have been something else better out there that we're just not familiar with. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be talking about Venom today. We're going to yes. get your spoiler-free and your spoiler-filled and speculation about the future of this. Let's call it a franchise. That's what they wanted, and we'll see if we get it. But any hoozles, we were able to see this movie a little bit earlier, and that means... Boys and girls, we were able to incorporate it into our live show. That's Thursdays, 4 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash playnoggin. Uh, we do it at the Only Stupid Answer show where we talk about movie reviews, the news that's most important to us, and we game with Roxy Stryer. It's yes. a blast. And so we were able to do a spoiler-free review up early. It's also, uh, we, snip it, we snip that out. We yeah. put it up on oh, our, we snip snap. We put it on our YouTube channel. Snip snap, snip snap, cracker jack. Which just got to 10,000 subscribers, which is really what? cool. It'd be really fun before the end of the year to kind of get it to 30K. I'd be really happy with 30K. Yeah. 
What about um, what you think you're sitting too too low? What about a million? Mm-hmm. There's it's a, between thirty and a million. <laughs> I'll be happy if we go over that. I just I'm not going to believe it. Yeah, okay. and it's going to really dull. It's going to taint it a little bit. A little bit. It's yeah. going to hit it in the taint a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> That's what it means. So uh, I'm a child. Yeah. So for we we did all our intros. You all the onlystupidanswers.com is where you can find everything you know about us. Patreon.com/slash/onlystupidanswers for bonus content. And oh, wait, I have a fun lie for them. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. There might be games on onlystupidanswers.com. <gasps> Math games? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go check it out because I know none of you do. Go <laughs> over there. Go click on it. You know, not, not none of you, but more of you. Go over there. You should all go visit it and give it some love. Check out the games, the math games. Mm-hmm. Learn your times tables. Like everybody wants to. Remember when your parents are like, "Look, I got you a new video game." And you're like, "What?" And it's like it's for the computer to learn math. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Mavis think, Beacon. Yeah, I don't think you know what game. No, Sonic's in it. He's going to teach you math. Look at yeah, Luigi's asleep, and you needed to help Mario do math to wake him up. I don't think you know how games work, Mom and Dad. Mm-mm. Universe, Mm-mm. universe. It's <laughs> a cut from our one of our bonus episodes. Anyway, so. um before we dive into Venom, everybody's so excited. Let's talk about what we're into this week. Uh, and there's actually something uh, pretty exciting to talk about. Uh, because literally right before we recorded, they uh, released a new trailer for Aquaman. And not only is it a trailer, there's like some full scenes in that mm-hmm. trailer. That might just be the scenes straight out of the movies. Maybe yeah. they cut them to be a little bit quicker. Like yeah, yeah, when yeah. they speed up Seinfeld episodes on TBS to get more <laughs> ads in them. I would love it. Uh, love it. It's great. It's my favorite. And you're like, wait, why are their voices higher? Yeah. But anyways, we got this Aquaman video clip yeah 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 it's barely a trailer because there's so much that happens i wouldn't yes. I, th- this would not play in a movie theater no 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 <laughs> um because it's like six minutes long <laughs> um no but you get to see atlantis you get to see mira and arthur together you yeah. get to see the full aquaman costume the color scheme that the aquaman fans want when most. you when you thought like hey man you know they decided to go a different route with justice league and everything they're like no we're going for it this time so mm-hmm. i mean if that's what you're waiting it looks cool it looks cool let me phrase it this way it looks cooler than it has any right to yeah and i will just see what happens yeah we'll see I what will it looks say, like in action for me immediate standout obviously there's a cool a couple cool really cool action sequences sorry uh looks epic as hell but the standout characters for me mira uh off the bat seems great black manta he doesn't even get a line. Mm-hmm. But he's just like the Terminator. He shows up and immediately things start blowing up and he's taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And I'm already, I, I'm so excited to see him on the big screen. This is not a negative, mm-hmm. but he 100% looks like an action figure. Not a, not yeah. a negative, but, but he like, looks like an action figure. But like figure an action figure him. I desperately want oh, to yeah. own. Oh, yeah. I desperately like, want, to, uh, want to own it. Iron Man, usually you'd be like, oh, no, that looks like an action figure. It's like, no, 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 that looks like metal. Black Man, it looks like an action figure. Again, this is not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm He came in with like jetpacks and mm-hmm. spears and laser eyes and shit, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Also, they had these crazy tracking shots where I'm like, I don't know what, what's real in camera mm-hmm. right now, but it's still crazy impressive. Yeah, it looks really cool. James Good. Wan is clearly having a blast making this movie because there's yeah. a lot of visuals in there that are so creative and fun and inventive. I think it's just going to be a wild, exciting ride. You know what's so weird, too, is that there's not like set stuff there's not like we're not hearing like crazy set stories no. besides like no there drama was, that we know of do you remember the after they wrapped they had like a rap party yeah and some fan went and like tried to stab jason momoa or something like that or stabbed him in the hand or something like that but like you don't really remember no. it's something that happened but that's it and it's just mm. nice that it's like here let's please keep talking about Batfleck and whatever's gonna happen over there or henry cavill like you give a shit if mm-hmm. he's in a movie or not but with this movie it's like it's untainted yeah no, nah, no taints in sight. So far, yeah, so far, so good. It's um, taintless. I, 
but yeah, there's some cool like there's a uh, uh, it just looks like a really epic fun adventure movie, and it's building out a history too, which yeah. is cool because you get that in a lot of people equate it to Guardians of the Galaxy just with world building yeah. alone because and you kind of like tone like like yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a, it doesn't look like Aquaman's too many steps away from Star Lord yeah you know what I mean but for me it's that you're you're seeing a past a present and you can see a future with these characters of what they want to build yeah. which is really cool the present's not good you're getting the scale of a big war scene in, in Guardians it would have been protecting Xandar yeah and that's a that's a really fun scene visually to watch and that's yeah. actually what that that clicked in my brain where I was like oh my god I actually really really love this movie and and with this when you see like the the giant crabs versus like the fleets of sharks that people are riding into battle and yeah. you're like wow this is actually really badass yeah and it's so cool that Aquaman gets that have that and we got a uh, kind of a Indiana Jones type vibe with Mira and Aquaman out in the desert and it's like that's a cool place to put these specific characters is out in the middle of the desert where it's like you should they should they should not be yeah um, with their with their abilities mm-hmm. they need water mm-hmm. and uh, you get uh, also big scale like with like gods and like possibly that's Poseidon or, yeah. or whatever who cares whoever it is we'll figure yeah. it out when we get into the movie but uh, Orm looks really interesting as well his Patrick brother Wilson yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really uh, interested in all that stuff I I, I, I feel good about this one mm-hmm. it's I feel optimistic about this yeah. one uh, and also you get some kick-ass Nicole Kidman uh, fighting people yeah, with uh, Trident which is really cool really into it yeah no I'm super I'm super on board with this movie there something though in my brain was like just going eh, mm-hmm. going slow just yeah. go don't go don't don't ramp up too fast I can't for Aquaman because he's not someone that's like yeah. high on my list of favorite characters it's not like you're finally getting that Aquaman movie you've always wanted mm-hmm. we're gonna do him justice this yeah. time and it's like no it's you can just do it and I'll and, enjoy and it and I think that's actually a benefit to that character because I think that's one of the reasons why I like um, the Ant-Man movie so much the first one because the, my expectations for that character are so low that it's just a fun little adventure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have anything, any preconceived notions coming in like you would for, like, a Captain America or Superman or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, no, I 100% agree. But speaking of movies, mm-hmm. movies, can we talk about a friend really quick? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do it. Sam, my friend. Hmm. Let's hold on one second because uh, I've been doing some new workouts. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And my arms are getting swole. Mm-hmm. I think they it's are. fair to say. Mm-hmm. You ripped both your sleeves on the way in here. I know. It's, it's, it's Told doing, you not to turn that quick. It's murder on my wardrobe, but I'm feeling good about myself. And that is all thanks to Beachbody On Demand, which is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. You and know what? Honestly, that's my favorite part. But it is. But also, they've got a really catchy name. It's like Beach Beachbody On, on demand. demand. Beachbody On, on demand. demand. What, what? Beachbody has a history of success this company is behind p90x insanity 21 day fix t25 brazil butt lift Pio, hip hop abs three week yoga retreat and many more my favorites have been shift shop i've talked about that in the past but the new program i'm doing is called it's, it's brand new it's called lift for two eyes in lift because i've been wanting to focus on my arm strength mm-hmm. um and that is what is happening you might and be going a little too hard <laughs> you, you're not you're not well you're not buying enough tank tops i'll tell you that exactly you, you gotta exactly. stop wearing t-shirts for a little bit no but it's been really cool it's cool to switch it up and and the the ease of use uh is what makes it so appealing to me so i can do it whenever it fits my schedule mm-hmm. also they have the best trainers to help you get motivated super trainers you know like sean t shaleen johnson tony horton and autumn Calibres. they have the best programs hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts my personal favorite 
The dance workouts? Oh, yeah. I, you love to get down. Hey, I like if you want to do cardio, uh, after a certain point, running starts to get a little boring. Yeah. And you want to do something that's quick and easy, but it's going to get your heart pumping and you're going to feel good throughout the day. Hey, if you don't have coffee, a quick cardio workout is good. And making it dance, <laughs> give you a little, little pep in your step. Like we've been talking about, you can work out on your own schedule. They have workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. You can access them anywhere and Anytime your computer, web enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. Chromecast is what I use. All right. And they have the biggest support community. You can join over 1 million people. I'm one of those currently on Beachbody on demand. It is the best deal in fitness. And boy, do we have a deal for our listeners. Uh huh. You guys can try this for absolutely zero dollar reduce. It's Love absolutely it. free. And also, since we're kind of going into holiday season, yes. we always want that. That holiday bod. No, it's that we're going to start getting a little lazier. Yeah. We all do it, and that's okay. Yeah. But if you want something that's a, a simple workout routine that you can do whenever you'd want, wherever you want, yeah. this is this is when you're going to start wanting to write down our sweet, sweet deals, all right? Check this out. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership, including their new 14-day results plan where you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks. I'm going to try that out. When you text STUPID to 303030, that's 303030, you will get full access to the entire platform for free. That's all the workouts, the nutrition information, the results plan to get your super fast results, and support totally free. Again, just text STUPID. Stupid. That's S T U P I D to thirty thirty thirty. That's three zero three zero three zero. Let's all get fit together. And then back to the show. But for uh, what I'm into this week, I actually want to talk about a new Netflix series that came out last week that we weren't able to talk about. Actually, it came out when we were in Fantastic Fest. Nice. That's how long it's yeah. been that I've wanted to finally talk about this because I've started watching it, but I'm taking my time with it because of how well crafted this show is that mm-hmm. it requires a lot of attention and because of how crazy busy everything's been it's, it's been, called hilda it's hilda <laughs> yeah. which i do want to watch but no i want to talk about maniac because i know you yeah. watched that as well that's the first episode yes so i just finished the second episode which i, I no spoilers from this conversation all i yeah. want to say is that uh the director carrie um um carrie fukunaga yeah i think it's carrie joji fukunaga yeah so yeah. he this is his brain this is from his brain or at least the way the world it's, it's, is played yeah, out it's based off a, a swedish show i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. But yeah. I like the idea of, like, I like the way they bring this world to life. I yeah. like the use of Jonah Hill and Emma Stone and uh, Justin Thoreau. And there's so many, there's not just clout, but you actually get some interesting world building, like, immediately. But none of it's, like, in your face. It's always just kind of, like, uh, just, like, subtle things in the background that they're kind of adding in. You're like, okay, this world's, like, a little different. Yeah. Like, okay, this is this works not the way we think it's going to work. And, yeah. um, and But you you understand characters really fast and the humor is super dry and that's how you pitched it to me when you because you got to yeah. it first but um i i think it's actually delightful i think if you want to understand the humor of the show uh there's a line early on where where characters like uh uh talking to jonah hill's character and he's like i'm joking and jonah hill's like what mm-hmm. he's like no i'm not you're probably fired mm-hmm. i was trying to do your humor where you know you can't tell whether you're joking or not and nobody laughs <laughs> that's the and that's the humor of the show and and your reaction is my reaction to that joke like i thought that was hilarious but i i could perceive other people not finding that as enjoyable as i found it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and the the unexpectedness of the character's mindset or mm-hmm. mental health in this in this show makes everyone kind of an unreliable narrator. Yeah. So you haven't gone to episode two, which I will say dives into who, who Emma Stone is, nice. which is kind of, that's a natural way to 
tell stories. Yeah. But um, so you kind of dive into her, and she's not like Jonah Hill's character, which is nice. It's coming from a, from a, a different angle, and you can't really trust either of their points of view a little bit because nice. of one being more reluctant, one being too willing for things. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think I can say that vague enough, but it's there's a lot of stuff where it, it's having you question what's happening in reality. You get a lot of also, uh, when it comes to the world, um, it, you get a lot of elements of her uh, a little bit, where it's just like, it's kind of like this like LA um, retro-futurist type uh, aesthetic where it's like everything kind of looks familiar, yeah. but it's doing things that none of no technology now can. Yeah, I think uh, the way they phrase it, the way they design the world is like some something happened in the nineties. So yeah. everything is the same up until the nineties, and mm-hmm. then because they still have analog computers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So but they, but they think they have the internet, though. But also, another one of my favorite jokes is uh, is. The Jonah Hill's dad, played by Gabriel Byrne, um, they're walking the dog, and the dog shits. And then this machine comes to clean it up, and then just sprays this this junk over the th- that I guess is supposed to be a cleaning fluid. But it's like, is that? Did you just make more of a mess? Like, what what just happened? In the beginning of the first episode, you see an ad for those. The it was just the poop. The poop yeah. Oh, dog and you, poop got, cleaner. you got ad buddies. Ad buddies. Oh my yeah. god, ad buddies seemed like a nightmare. But also, yeah. I'm like, I could see myself doing that. Uh, here's a premise for an ad buddy. It's uh, you know when you download an app and it's like you can get the free version of the app or you can pay a little bit. Mm-hmm. What if that applied to everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in episode two, someone asked that question. You don't get an answer to it, but someone asked like, could I could I use an ad buddy for anything mm-hmm. like could i go to the, like the can i go to like utah if yeah, i wanted yeah, yeah. to and you just sit next to me the entire time reading ads off which sounds like a nightmare but if you didn't have to it pay depends for on a who trip, the ad buddy is because the one yeah. jonah hill gets jonah hill gets in episode one it's like i could talk to that dude yeah yeah he and i could be he and i could be real buddies but his job is though to constantly read which ads. is a nightmare yeah yeah it's it's a it's a lot of the world is like taking elements from our day-to-day life and and kind of expose them for the waking nightmare they kind of are uh, if, if they were more <laughs> yeah. in your face instead of just like because you can still remove yourself a little bit but if they were like a this, little bit if, it's like a fun version of um uh, a, a more fun version of that black mirror episode where the guy's living in that like screen the, the on the treadmill basically like he lives in a cell phone mm-hmm. and there's ads playing on the walls around him and he has to like run on a treadmill to power the place they're in do so, you like that but not as much of a nightmare do you uh, are you familiar with the term doxing Yes. Okay, so keep mm-hmm. that in your brain okay. for later because it becomes a very weird part of this world that exists. And so wow. and I can't say more because if you guys are familiar with the term, I don't want to say more because when you no. find out what, what it means in this world, no. it, like you said, a waking nightmare. No. So it's just an interesting show and they call it a limited series for Netflix, but it's 10 episodes and they're about 45 minutes a piece. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not limited. No. A limited series when it's like d and it's three, it's three episodes and they're an hour a piece or two yeah. hours a piece. So it's like still long. It's limited series is a loose term here. Yeah. Anyways, check it out. Don't know if sequels are in the works, and I don't even know how it wraps up. But I know there's yeah. a lot of people that the internet basically was split fifty fifty on. Yeah, the show. it's very divisive, which is why I was kind of kind of avoided just because I don't need more divisive in my life. Yeah, but I <laughs> but like I think it. yeah I think I'm going to check out episode two, uh, and I don't know if we'll get anything anytime soon because uh, Kerry Fukunaga is directing the new James Bond. There he is, and he directed every episode of this. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was I don't know I was a big fan of it, but yeah. um, I think. It's time to hop into our main, yes. uh, yeah, our main topic. Let's dive in because uh, for those that don't know, if you want a, a full spoiler-free discussion, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Only Stupid Answers where I talk about it with Roxy. Mm-hmm. But you weren't a part of that discussion. No, you, you said get out of here. You I said shoot. Like, oh, hey, get going, get. Yeah, get. Don't go and get. Go and get. Yeah. Uh, so what, do you, what were your thoughts on Venom? I saw it with 
you. Yes. I was rushing there and um, going to the theater. It's right when that article came out where it was like the best 240 minutes that Tom Hardy loved of this movie got cut out mm-hmm. right before the premiere. But whatever, you know, yeah. like a dumb article, um, which we can give some context for what that means. You did it in your review, but we can we can yeah. explain later on. But anyways, going into it with basically just middle of the road. And I did the same thing with Justice League, which was getting like crazy negative reviews. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that movie. Same. Still would it's actually both of the letter grades for this and Venom are pretty similar, but for different reasons. We, oh, not for me. I, yeah, we gave the Justice League a C. No, uh, I gave it a B. Really? And I stand by that. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I yeah, gave yeah, the yeah. I. They're both C's for me. But yeah. um, seeing this movie, I um, it is not good. But there are parts that I enjoy from it. There's mm-hmm. uh, some action that's fun. It's not dynamic action where you watch Creed or you watch like a fun kung fu movie and you're like, oh wow, these people really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, well, what if we just kind of had Venom jumping around and mm-hmm. people firing guns from smoky areas mm-hmm. that you can't see? It's like now Venom's going to go in the smoky areas and the people come out. So it's like, uh oh, where is everybody? It's like the answer is no one knows. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They're saving money. Yeah. Anywho, the movie is kind of it's clunky and it's um, it, it's a couple different movies and they you don't really get a conclusion for any of them mm. in this. It feels like or you get yeah. one, a slight conclusion to one. This. Uh... Sorry, if um, it's no, it's um, the movie. It it, uh, it wants to be super serious at, at points, and I don't know who wanted that version of mm-hmm. the movie. Well, there are three different writers. Yeah, yeah. so whoever wanted that, and however one, many producers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah there was four, I think, f- because it care. Uh, I care. Ruben Fleischer, the <laughs> yeah. director, gets a writing credit as well, um, and then you get a you get a comedy. It's a dark comedy, but you get yeah. a comedy, and you get your action movie as well. So it's like um, it's kind of all over the place. You get your superhero movie by the end of it. Yeah, it's funny when you mention that. I think the dark comedy aspect is actually my favorite aspect of that movie. Oh yeah, um, even the when it gets to the superhero part, I'm like, I should like this more. But the camera movements are all like flying zooms, and yeah. I'm like, I can't really see what's happening. Yeah, and it's CG, so you don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of the the final battle isn't bad, but it is a bunch of CG blobs going at it, um, and you can't really see it. Nah. You can't really no, see, you really can't, which who's is a bummer. There. The design of Venom is cool. The CGI is definitely like it's definitely not the most. It doesn't. It didn't have the most money pumped in compared to other movies we've seen this year, mm-hmm. um, which is tough because it's Venom and that that's going to be an expensive character yeah, to make. Which is why it, I think my biggest complaint is it is it takes forever to get to Eddie Brock with Venom, mm-hmm. and that's to me the most engaging part of the movie that's where like the energy the movie finally gets like a real energy to it mm-hmm. and so it's it's challenging that it takes so long to get there and it's this movie suffers from what a lot of superhero movies kind of have where it's not like it's just a bunch of scenes it's just a bunch of scenes. You know what I mean? There's not really a story being told. Yeah. And no, so not there's at all. not and there's not really like a like a sense of why we're doing this, which the the um MCU has the benefit of a lot of their movies don't have that, but they're part of the MCU. So it's like, why are you telling this Doctor Strange story? Well, because Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And so even though it's kind of a false sense of like meaning, it still has that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's movies like this help you appreciate like, you know, I'll rag on the MCU movies because they're they're kind of samey. They're kind of bland. But that uniform competence mm-hmm. 
it's 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 more difficult to achieve that than you might appreciate uh at the it's like when you look at students and there's that consistent b student but you know you know he can do better you know he can get those a's and then venom comes along and it's like hey man good job getting that c Mm -hmm. because i thought i really thought you were going to whiff this and so c seems pretty good to me you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i uh no it's i think the best part of this movie too is when it comes to dark comedy because it's the, the cool aspect of this movie is the buddy cop, but the buddy cop is one person, and mm-hmm. it's two people trying and, to control a car at the same time. And one of them wants to eat heads. And one of them wants to eat heads, and the <laughs> other one's a b- boring character. And so I don't, I didn't, I wouldn't label him as boring. Did you like the journalist type? Uh, I don't like because it's like the journalist. Uh, Roxy mentioned this in the thing. It's the science is a little they don't try very hard to convince you with the science they don't try very hard to convince you with the journalist aspect too but i like that they emphasize i I like that tom hardy does a lot of work to make eddie feel like a real person outside of his job at least which who is it mainly the relationship uh the relationship um him and michelle williams do a lot of heavy lifting on that both are both are working way harder than a movie like this probably deserves um and also his his relationship with uh, the the the, the uh, convenience store lady, the uh, homeless woman. Like you get a sense of who Eddie is as a person more than I expected from a, from a movie like this. More than you got, I, I would argue, in Spider Man Three. Mm. You know, oh, I don't remember his. Well, mm-hmm. You watched that more recently. Yeah. It's been ten years since I've seen that yeah. or whatever. But no, I guess in those aspects, mainly when he talks to the homeless woman, his friend, and he yeah. talks to the convenience store lady, which. Uh, the convenience store lady is more of a confusing character just when she talks because it's just it's weird mm-hmm. especially the end of the movie it's super weird how she reacts yeah. to just things that should really baffle yeah. the human mind at uh, least baffle if not terrify yeah. <laughs> um, I like specifically the best scene for me for him as a character is when he talks to Maria the the woman who's homeless who about yeah. newspapers because you do get a sense of who he is and that's the only time it ever clicks I'm like oh you're a journalist who fights for the little guy who yeah. get pushed it's over kind of what's supposed to be happening i think you and i both agreed there's this whole like opening chapter Mm -hmm. that you just really doesn't add and it's not there's there's like the this symbiote's how they get to earth Mm -hmm. that's fine but then there's this whole opening act of like eddie and and annie and his girlfriend and all that stuff that really could you could have just handled in a couple lines later in the movie Mm -hmm. and really doesn't add a lot and eddie does a lot of really dumb stuff in that thing that just makes you hard it makes it unnecessarily difficult to root for. <laughs> yeah, and also if you did it in a line later, we could kind of yeah. uh, be more on board with Eddie because it's not we don't understand the level of the fuck-up that he yeah. made. And well, because it's, it's, it's one thing. I like the idea of, of making it because it's something true to the character of Venom, making it his problems his fault. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He does it in such a dunderheaded way yeah. that it makes it like... It's okay that he does bad things. That does, that can be an interesting character. The fact that he does it in such a stupid, it's just it's just really that he and he doesn't even conceive of why people would think he this barely is negative. conceives of what an interview would be like because <laughs> he goes into the interview and it's like he clearly has his definitely agenda. a bull in a china shop. Yeah, yeah. The, so I, I'm this is still spoiler free, but it's yeah. like he goes into it to corner the CEO about doing bad things, and he has literally no way of segueing. It's just kind of like yeah. he there's no just, plan, there's no strategy no, of how he's going to get this guy. He just says garbage mm-hmm. until he says a really poorly planned out sentence it's like if i wrote it on the first try of me ever speaking yeah. in the morning how i would address someone if i had a problem it's really stupid and it's there's a lot of stuff in this movie that sometimes is like this is really dumb mm-hmm. uh but i think okay we're gonna start getting the spoilers soon we want to hop into that yeah these are spoiler free thoughts for me because you already said yours yeah. um it's a c 
It's a C or C minus for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's a movie that you shouldn't see in IMAX because the CG on first view I thought was like, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's okay. There's some stuff, you know, it's yeah. a little goopy. It's yeah. a little uh, giant Goldar from Power Rangers yeah. bad where it's just poop falling off of poop. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not great. And then in IMAX, I was like, uh-oh, that's what this is. Yeah. And it's, it's not, actually, it's a little worse <laughs> if you get up close to one of the characters. So if you would want to see it, see it on a normal movie screen um you could also wait but i don't i think the post-credit scene the main one the Mm. end credit scene is worth going to the movie for because of how good it is it's Um, a blast is it really a spoiler we all treat it like it's a spoiler it's a treat okay we'll leave it as a treat we'll talk about it in spoilers yeah it's like hey what flavor is going to be inside of this little so you're giving it you're giving it a c to c minus Mm -hmm. feels completely fair Mm -hmm. um so we're ready to dive into spoilers Mm -hmm. before we do that Let's say hi to another friend of ours. Boys and girls, buckle up your seatbelts, all right? Because the Emmy-winning pioneers in home entertainment are back. Guys, we like to watch TV shows. We like to watch movies, listen to podcasts, and ingest all sorts of media. And we've got a friend for you. Whether you're a cable or an antenna user, TiVo has a solution that's perfect for either. They've got the TiVo Bolt OTA for antenna users or... The TiVo Bolt Vox for cable. Now, I'm using the one for cable. That's what my apartment's hooked up for. And this little TiVo Vault box is... It's changing the game. I'm going to be honest. Because after the setup, it's just like you can uh, DVR anything you want off of cable. Yeah. Or... What was that? Netflix right there. Hulu? Wait, Amazon Prime? Wait, you like Amazon Prime? You watch The Expanse on there. Yeah, that's 100% where I watch it. Also, I go with the antenna because uh, I primarily watch through apps. But for the shows that... I have an antenna for those shows that I can't get on the apps. And it's not usually the best experience. Except when I have it hooked up through the TiVo, it's made it way easier. Because now you get a guide that lists what what shows are on. And you can record stuff, which obviously you couldn't do before with an antenna. Yeah, no, (laughs) shockingly. And TiVo's been at this for a while, but now they're streamlining it. So you can get the entire home tv experience it's live tv dvr and streaming devices all in one lead tiny box also the remote which is really cool it comes with two features one that's trademarked to tivo is the ability to skip over commercial breaks yes which is a tap of a button but also they have a voice enabled remote control so it's like huh what can i watch good place and it's like hold on there's like seven places yeah. here's all the best ones and it's like do you want to watch new episodes do you want to watch old episodes or just the season prior <laughs> Devo, you're doing too much. And you watch all of the shows 30% faster with pitch-corrected sound. That's incredible. But what's most incredible is Tivo. They sent us a little email. Only stupid answers. You know what? You got some pretty cool listeners. You know what? We got a deal for you. DJ, what's that deal? So are you ready for a way better way to watch... We've got good news for you. TiVo has put together a deal just for our listeners. 20% off any TiVo Bolt OTA or TiVo Bolt Vox. Just head to TiVo.com slash stupid20. And remember the promo code stupid20. That's TiVo.com slash S-T-U-P-I-D-2-0. With the promo code S-T-U-P-I-D-2-0 for 20% off. Just Check stream, it out. Just streamline your dang viewing service, dang it. Tivo wants to help you, and they're a friend of the show, so make us look good. <laughs> Please. We'll see you next time with the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So let's dive into uh, spoilers, where this is full warning. We're going into spoilers about the whole movie, including the end credit scene, which is a clip from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and it's better than the whole movie, and it makes me very excited for it's that movie. It's tighter than the movie. The it's style is better. hilarious. Uh, the action. Yeah, I'm very excited for that movie. But <clears throat> going into spoilers, 
Um, it's it's tough because again, my favorite part about the movie is is Tom Hardy is clearly having a blast playing both characters. The best part about I think the best dynamic in the movie is that like you're talking that weird buddy cop di- dynamic between the two of them that we only get. It feels like we only get that for like thirty minutes and no, then the movie's over. Yeah, I think you're over. I think you're overestimating because it like you get it for like because it, it the first like twenty minutes is only one word. It's like food. Yeah, well, even, and it's like, what are we waiting for? I, I Just think, do it. I think Just like the first act is is him's life falling apart, and then the whole it's not it's halfway through the movie until he gets infected with venom, venom, and then he's trying to figure out he's not interacting with venom, mm-hmm. and, and it's funny because a lot of that like which leads to a lot of the dark comedy fun scenes was when he's in the restaurant and he goes in the lobster tank and all that stuff. Uh, Tom Hardy really has a cool manic energy to that. And but a lot of his interactions with Venom are in his head, so you don't need the CG. So that's not a real excuse. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, I wanted more of that. The movie ends with him kind of laying ground rules with Venom, and I wish that was the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted more of that interaction, mostly because that was the most interesting aspect to me. Uh, Carlton Drake's motivations feel almost they they give some like lip service to like oh. We're dying. The planet's dying. But the level he goes to almost feels completely unmotivated. Uh, and so he's just there to be the mustache. Tr- he's having fun, but he's the mustache twirling bad guy. Um, Michelle Williams is doing a lot with her character. But, like, I want to see more of of this person learning to deal with a, a somebody hitching a riot on his body. That's That was the most fun and interesting stuff to me. So I'm bummed that, like, I guess we'll have to wait for a sequel to get more of that. Oh, if, 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 ever. It, if it ever gets a sequel. Yeah. Which is, it's not doing great so far. Mm. Uh, just word of mouth is probably not going to help this movie out too much. Um, it's, but spoiler, like it's the most interesting part, like you said, is, is when they're together and it takes so long, so yeah. painfully long. And also when he does get infected and he starts getting, it's hunted down by SWAT men yeah. and it's kind of a boring action scene kind of where it's like, uh, but one of the fun elements is the person not in control of their own body yeah. and it's it, it reacting on its own. And that's kind of fun. And then all of a sudden Carlton Drake sends like exploding drones after him and you're yeah. like, what in the world? are you doing like so if you killed brock yeah and venom got out in time Mm. what happens like what do you what do you get yeah if you spend too much time thinking about most things in the movie if you if you're going to see the movie go to see tom hardy having a blast and that's basically it because if you spend any time trying to think about wait why is this why are you just literally throwing drones at a person yeah you know what i mean like uh and he realizes later like wait we can't kill brock because whatever it's like yeah were you ever okay with killing Brock? You yeah. seem really precious with these symbiotes you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also, you guys should be impressed that like none of your other test subjects worked as well as Brock, and that's yeah. just a fluke. Like, And also, they, it keeps burning through bodies, and they never think, like, hey, does this thing need to feed on things? Mm-hmm. It seems to be devouring our host from well, the inside. They did mention one. They were like, oh, we're feeding this one guy like enough liquid fluid for like an elephant or whatever. And it's not working, so it's like, well, so maybe try something and also i don't know i, I again oh, it, don't don't spend a lot of time thinking about because it because if you go further it's yeah. like they're like they, they establish that like oh maybe it needs to eat something that's alive to feed and then later venom asks for food that's just trash yeah. and it's like okay so this doesn't it actually doesn't mean anything yeah. it was a you had steaks one of the best parts of the movie by the way steaks is when by the time uh by the time Riot gets into the bad CEO, yeah. and he's like, we got to launch this rocket in five minutes or everyone's going to be fucking fired. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. All right, man. But in the background, a scientist like figures it out that yeah. he's been infected by yeah. 
no logic whatsoever. And he's in the back. He's like, oh, sweet Christ. He's like, has this like, he puts his hand up to his mouth like, like a, like a woman who heard like her child swear for the first time. Oh, Oh, no. And oh, it's no. fine, too, because, like, the, the setup with Riot is interesting because he's he, the, the, the jet spaceship. By, by the way, nobody treats it as weird that the Life Foundation has not only just rockets, but they're clearly going. They, uh, Jenny Slate's character says they're trying to find new real estate. So, like, how far are they going? Mm-hmm. And then we just found a rock full of millions of these things. And how'd you get the samples how did any of that happen? Anyway, none of that matters. Wait, you mean how did they bring things, but, prepare uh, to take things back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hold on. So, so how did those astronauts get onto that asteroid and pick three out of a million of these symbiotes? Four out of these million symbiotes. I, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. A uh, fun Easter egg. Uh, one of the astronauts is um, uh, Jameson. So, it's, it's J. Jonah Jameson's son. And it, his fate is left vague. So if they wanted him to be dead or not dead, and it's not explicitly his son, but they do they do go out of their way to say it's oh it's Jameson, mm-hmm. um, but it Riot jumps into Jameson's body, then jumps into the paramedics' body, then sees the Life Foundation logo off Jameson's thing, and then it goes about crossing the country to get to the Life Foundation for some. I guess I guess we're supposed to determine later to get in the rocket. But they were taking the other symbiotes there. Or, you didn't need to jump to other bodies. They were taking you there. Yeah. Why did? It, just let's get out of the let's get out of the the the, the character's uh, uh, reason for doing that, which is indecipherable. From a from a writing perspective, what does this add to the movie other than stalling the amount of time that the bad guys team up? Hey, here's a big flaw. I'm going to point out in just a second. Yeah. I, I'm fine with the one gets away and it's now going to go get its friends, break its friends out of prison or whatever. But here's a big flaw. There's a six-month time gap that we see. Yeah. Guess when that starts? It's not when the paramedic starts walking. It's when she goes into the body of the grandma. Because yes. I checked this time. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And so, so she's in that takes... grandma body's, grandma's body for six months. To what? Because to, the grandma starts walking to the airport, <laughs> and they're in a major city. Yeah. So what are you saying? Also, that little girl died. That little girl died. 100%. Yeah. Like every time it leaves a it leaves a host, they die. So yeah. the little, little little girl died. Except for Tom Hardy, the one time, it, mm-hmm. and, and Michelle Williams, the one time. Yeah. They, they don't get to die because they're oh, too again, important. So we're talking about uh, uh, spoilers. So Easter eggs. The one that surprised me. I did a tweet about it. Um, there's the there's after the mid credit scene, which didn't surprise me. I expected something along those lines. The one that did surprise me, just because it feels like more obscure to the characters, we actually get she venom. We get we get Anne Wang with the venom uh, symbiote. Uh, which was a fun nod, I and mean, it makes sense within the context of what's happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's another missed opportunity of seeing her interact with this thing that was in her ex's head, mm-hmm. which again is not something you necessarily need your CGI budget for. It's just a fun. It's the it's the reason you go you go to see Doctor Strange because you want to see this guy learn magic and that process. You one of the fun, most fun things about uh, any origin movie is the character learning the rules. Of this new situation they're in, mm. and this movie rushes through that, and it's like that's the that's the most fun part about any of these movies. You know what I mean? I'm so. trying to look up. There is a uh, Flash Thompson when he was Venom in the comics. Yes, uh, gave a piece of his symbiote to a girl, and she got this really cool. I think it was Shriek. No, that's one of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She got this really cool persona name, and I'm trying to remember it because I really like it more than She Venom. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm much, I'm much more on board with that than She Venom. You don't like the She whatever. It's not the. It's not your favorite uh, naming device. No, because it's then why isn't he Venom? Mm-hmm. 
Or if there's, is there, what's a female character? It'd be like he well, black they, widow. Because they came first, you know what I mean? But you, you should, they should do that. If, mm-hmm. if somebody, if a black widow came after Natasha Romanoff and mm-hmm. it was a dude, I'd, I'd be down for he black, black widow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, okay, Flash Thompson, a uh, Venom partner. He silk. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, what's another? Green Goblin, Red, ah, you know, you're not helping me out here. All right, all right, that's not, that's not important. Anyways, uh, there, there was a cooler name, and I just, I'm not a big fan of She-Venom, but when I just did a search for female Venom, and Wang popped up really yeah, quick. And so, so yeah, and so I didn't expect it in the movie. I didn't expect them to go, go that deep. Um, and that was fun. The design of Riot is, it's, is fine. Uh, it's a trope that they've done in many body inhabiting movies. Here's, your, here's one, uh, The Mask. And yeah, yeah, two, yeah. it was in um, my favorite Martian, the movie, it stars Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, takes a pill that turns into a... This movie reminded me a lot of The Mask, and I kind of wish they watched that movie a couple more times before making this one, because I feel like that could have given them whatever. It also reminds me a lot of Upgrade, talking about somebody whose body is doing things that they're not controlling mm-hmm. highly recommend that movie. weirdly in the mask he gets the mask within like the first like 10 minutes of that movie yeah because that's the interesting <laughs> part and, and this and this i i had i had come to terms with the fact that you can do a venom you theoretically you can do a venom movie without spider-man but then that requires you to come up with a more interesting origin than the one that includes spider-man Mm-hmm. And they didn't. I think there's for me. there in the way the movie played out, the story's not interesting. But the <laughs> the pieces of it, the skeleton of it, is interesting. It's, it's not bad. No. Yeah, is that alien invasion that like basically they start pinging and tricking people into studying or seeing just or just to check them out. Yeah, and so they get taken back, and it's like, oh my god, we get we get to hitch a ride back to where we're yeah. supposed to go. Cool. And you guys have technology to go and get our buddies and then come back again. Cool. Like there's yeah. there's something really cool there. And then but that's a super serious story. Mm-hmm. And then you get the body hopping fun time yeah. game which is kind of negates the seriousness of what's happening altogether yeah. and then you get the superhero movie so it's all over the it's all over the damn place um and then you're gonna get a tease of Cletus Cassidy played by Her- uh, Harrison Harry uh, what is the <laughs> Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson uh, in the best carrot top wig they could find mm-hmm. it was less bad the second time maybe because I was so surprised the first time mm-hmm. that once I knew it was coming I was I was a little more prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely it definitely looks too big for his head. Yeah, it's right. Like, that's like the thing that's the kinda, most shocking about it well, is like no, it just looks like a wig, like one hundred percent. Like we know what Woody Harrelson looks like, so you can't trick. And us. also, is that the most important part? Couldn't you just had Woody Harrelson be bald? Yeah, just or yeah. be whatever whatever he's got going on at this. What if point? he had a red shirt on and we like oh okay carnage? Yeah, because I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I know that Cletus Cassidy is a redhead, but I don't know if that's the most Oh, is that why I Carnage is red? I don't. <laughs> no, Carnage is red, so they decided to give Cletus Cassidy red hair to better match that uh, design. I would guarantee. It. That's why A. Brock has blue hair. So mm, exactly. Venom. Exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, are you so with that tease? Are you interested in the idea of a sequel? You know what? I think they could fix it, and I think they they knew they got enough from this to be like, okay, here's what doesn't work, but. Yeah. They if they just listen just a little bit, it's like there are pieces here that do work. Well, and they got and I, through I, the boring origin part, so yeah. now they can do the cool stuff. Yeah, there's very little you need to do for Carnage too. It's like, hey, yeah. during one of those interviews that you're doing, the little piece of Venom just kind of pooped out. It is then, a little strange considering Eddie's relationship with Venom that it that I think that would put a strain on the relationship. It's like, wait, do you just left it in that guy's cell. I like the idea that if you told the story of Venom, he he's like, hey, I'm done. I like 
being on this planet. I don't want to kill it, yeah. which makes it total just 180 on literally everything. But yeah. hey, we're just going to accept it and move on. He's like, why don't you want to kill anything? He's like, because of you. And it's like, ah, oh, that doesn't mean anything. Actually, no. Because we don't know your there's relationship. An there's, yeah, exactly. There's an interesting idea in that in that Eddie is getting stuff from the symbiote, but the symbiote is also feeding off his stuff. And it, But it all moves so quickly that mm-hmm. we don't get time. We, and it's a cool idea. Yeah. So I wish we'd spent more time on it. Mm-hmm. But we don't. No. And yeah, so it's, it, that's what blows. And, yeah. But the idea of then Venom having to deal with the idea that he just lived on a planet where like millions of what he is yeah. are con- in constant contact and constantly talking all the time. And now he's all alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, his body just reacts and makes another one. And he yeah. doesn't even, he's not even a hundred percent sure. He's also described himself as a loser now. So yeah. if he was kind of stupid too, Which that's I kinda, okay. I, I like that they're, they're both kind of losers. Also something, cause, cause I know we've ripped on this movie a little bit. An element I did like is the, the way there's seeing it the second time. There's, there's little, uh, expressions on Venom, Venom's face that mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Like it was, it was very emotive and I thought it was cool, uh, allowing, Instead of just being a big toothy creature to allow it to show emotion. Because mm-hmm. you can see fear. Yeah. They, and Riot, the way they choose to make Riot move around was cool, too. He, yeah. he moves differently, and he does look more disgusting than it, Weirdly, does. right? Because yeah. there's a line in it, like, that's the most disgusting scene. You're like, but wait, Venom. And then you see Riot more, and you're like, no, that is pretty gross. Yeah. Here's a he question. He looks like scabs all over his right? body. Uh, but Riot's abilities are essentially the same as Carnage's abilities. Is that Carnage can make weapons? Yes. Okay, then maybe he had so, a little piece. So, but like, so how does the sequel? How does the sequel play out differently than this movie? Mm. One scarier. I don't know. You know, it's not getting in a spaceship to go back. You just he's hunting down somebody, and so you yeah. spend more time. The way it's different is that story wise, it's not. It's like Iron Man movies. What's different? It's yeah. not. You have different robots. I. You know, it'd be cool. It just made me think it'd be cool to do like seven, but the killer is carnage Mm -hmm. and that makes me think like i watching this movie we talked about a little bit on our review i do think this movie would have benefited from being rated r because it would have at least distinguished it from every other superhero movie Mm -hmm. and i think it was just given a little bit more person a little more edge a little more personality and while it was shot to look more like it was it was shot for pg-13 it wasn't shot for r when you watch it you're like this isn't yeah but there's definitely stuff like when she shoots out the spears from her back or when it bites off a head it's like you're about you a couple adjustments and this is an R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, no, true. But also it's like, I think at a certain point, maybe they just made the call of like, you know what? Just to be safe. Like mm-hmm. someone was, someone had a little doubt and they're like, you know what? Let's aim for PG-13. And some people probably had a little fuss about mm-hmm. it. And they're like, no, but we'll just do PG-13 because you could at least get more people in seats. You could yes. get 13-year-olds into the audience, which is the perfect audience yeah. member for the, for this movie. You're 100% right. 13-year-old DJ would have been all about this movie. Mm-hmm. He would not have cared about all the little like who Oopsies. cares if Venom's in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah exactly. I would have been, I would have been so into it. And it's like he's so he's so cooler than Spider Man because he's like uh, edgier and he's got the teeth and all that stuff. I would have been all about it. Yeah, yeah, no, it would it would have been better. And it's just it's but we don't get that. And so, and we're, we're and it, not that we're like jaded because of all the other movies. It's just, it it actually is like a not well put together movie with elements that do stand out that do need to be like, Hey, attaboy, you did it. You got something that's somewhat entertaining, but overall this is, it, it feels like a waste. And, um, I will stand by that the best part of this movie is the post-credit scene for uh, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So um, uh, going back to Carnage a little bit, how do you – it's tough for me. Like I want to get excited about – yeah, I do. I want to get excited about Carnage. But I think for me, um, growing up as a kid, I always liked Venom. 
um, because like you know I he's the cooler edge of your Spider-Man like Spider-Man's cool but Venom's cooler you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, Carnage only interested me because Carnage was a great excuse for Venom to team up with Spider-Man it's like the T-1000 in Terminator 2 mm-hmm. that's your excuse that now the T-1000 the T-100 gets to be a good guy mm-hmm. and team up with Linda Hamilton and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's what you want to see. You know what I mean? So Venom was so cool. We don't really want him to stay a bad guy. So now carnage is worse. So now he gets to be kind of an anti-hero. but there's not, I, I don't, especially since riot has similar abilities. Like, I don't know. You're not going to get Spider-Man and Venom teaming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I think you could, because I think, that everyone's been pushing for a lot for the studios, I think, not us. I, honestly, I think that's why they kept it a PG-13, is I think Sony desperately wants this to be able to play with the other MCU movies. Yeah, so you do, a, you do a Venom. <laughs> you, I, think you, I think you could. And like, you if, could. If I don't they, think the MCU will. I don't think Kevin Feige will allow, sign off on that. No, because this, if this was a better movie, they'd be like, oh, 100%, we mm-hmm. want to be on board with this. Yeah. Like Deadpool, I mean, I'm sure like in the back of his head, he's like, you know what? I'd rather incorporate Deadpool before I went yeah, to Venom. Yeah, well, and Kevin Feige's not even willing to let the Defender shows be a part of it. If he doesn't doesn't have his hand in it it's not connected to the mcu you know what yeah. i mean so i don't know but like i would like to see him team up with somebody and yeah. not be a, an original character or a smaller character from venom comics i would yeah. like it to be somebody that's more important well some of the kind of doing in donny kate's current run with venom is he's doing a lot of interactions with miles uh, for a second they were yeah. and uh, that was that was short-lived and i like the reason the reasoning behind yeah. it they would have to do some legwork to explain that, but yeah. that would be cool. Or Silk, you got that. You could do Spider Woman too. Like, there's yeah. other characters that you could make it like they could step in and be the the good guy foil to his like kind of anti hero, whatever character. Yeah. That's barely what he is, but like, it, it, yeah, because it's 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 not like. Eddie, Eddie is kind of like a good-hearted dunderhead. Yeah. And then Venom wants to eat people. So Venom is the... And, but he's learning how to be good. So it's not like... They're an anti-hero because one part of them wants to eat people. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, but it's not. But Eddie himself is not really I mean, he does bad. fight for the... Yeah, he's not bad. No, yeah. no, no, no. He's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, But in, also at the end, we didn't, we didn't fully mention this in the spoiler-free, but like... Venom fully eats a dude in that convenience store. Yeah, because like, there's nothing left behind. He yeah. like consumes it. Yeah, the whole dude. And he's yeah. just gone. And the convenience store clerk is like, weird. Also, what happened? Also, as reports of a giant monster eating people get out, Mm -hmm. how does that store clerk be like, oh no, that's my friend Eddie Brock? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I saw, I literally saw him do it and we had a conversation after. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe in this dumb make believe world, it's like, oh, nobody helped me out though. He got Mm -hmm. rid of that, that one thug. Yeah. I like to like the open the next movie with that thug like with his family and he doesn't really like being this guy but he's doing it to support his family. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah. things are really rough, so he's yeah, like, I'm gonna go get like, that whiskey so that I can pay off this guy who's threatening my kids. Exactly, but I got to play tough because if I don't, I die, and then nobody's taking care of my family. Mm-hmm. And, and then Venom meets him. Yeah, and it's like, uh oh, <laughs> this is see sometimes uh, mm-hmm. assholes are more complicated. So real quick, I I want to talk a little bit more about the idea of of maybe how you could incorporate Spider Man in this because we've had that conversation. Before. Before, now we've actually seen the movie and we can see that that might not work it but. might not work but before we do that it's been a minute since we read uh you can go on itunes mm-hmm. right and you can rate and review our podcast we highly recommend it if it's been a few months since you've done it you can do it again mm-hmm. we love them five star reviews uh and we've got this one from punch man pitcher that's a great that's a great little name called perfect nerdy podcast for painting your aunt's basement or recovering from major surgery hmm. 
Uh, he says, these two nerd boys give me all the nerdy content that I could ever need. I've been tasked with painting my aunt's basement. And while I think I might have permanently damaged her ceiling. Mm. How'd you get to the ceiling from the <laughs> basement? Uh, anyway, uh, this podcast has gotten me through the long hours of mediocre paint job. On another note, I just uh, I just had surgery, and even though walking to the bathroom is now harder than Chinese algebra, don't quite know what that means, uh, I've enjoyed listening to Sam and DJ's thoughts on everything I love. I've picked up some of the, the titles they've suggested, such as Rick Remander's X-Force and Superman's Secret Identity. Definitely recommend both those, and I've loved them both. So if you uh, need a great podcast to satisfy your nerdy side, look no further than the boy people. That's very nice. Chinese algebra, that was very funny. Mm-hmm. That was giving me a good giggle. Uh, was, and I'm, I'm glad you're recovering well, and hopefully uh, the recovery is going smoothly and you got some... Uh, we got you back. It's cool that, It's cool when people use their podcast, this podcast to like help help them through those times and stuff like that. Like painting? Yeah, like painting. Mm-hmm. The hard painting. times. Uh, the only thing worse than painting is wallpaper, mm-hmm. specifically removing it. Because why would you add... If you've ever removed wallpaper... Mm-hmm. You will never add wallpaper to any room. You're going to come back in two weeks and there's going to be new wallpaper up in here. And you're gonna, no. it's going to drive you crazy because then I'm going to say, uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got to take it down. This is the wrong Have you ever color. had to remove wallpaper? Uh, we took out the wall, so it didn't there matter. There you go. There yeah. it is. That's it. You know what? Just nuke the thing. Yeah. Just nuke it. Nuke it from space. Yeah, at a certain point, you got to give up. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, hey, I feel that. You know what's more fun? Putting in drywall. I like doing that more. Okay. I, I, like, I like building a wall because it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something more go. than scraping <laughs> wallpaper off. But speaking of scraping wallpaper off, that's about as fun as it's going to be to figure out how to get spider-man in well, these movies so so let's say let's say um that they decide there's there's some reality where this gets to merge with tom holland spider-man right probably um that something you could do it'd be cool that that basically you create your own crossover movie between tom hardy's venom and tom holland spider-man to deal with the threat of carnage mm-hmm. and basically you cut straight to maximum carnage because if you're not familiar with that comic um, it's not where Carnage was introduced, but he comes back and he has his own group of homicidal villains. Why not? That then Spider-Man and Venom have to get a group of other New York-based heroes to help fight. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what they can do. Maybe maybe they, Sony can go to like Marvel and be like, hey, you're not using these defenders. Mm-hmm. Let's have them team up with Venom. <laughs> now, I know you're getting multiple seasons and stuff, yeah, but like, yeah, let's, yeah, get not, let's, get him, let's get them a little Let's get them in the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe Cletus goes to New York. Mm-hmm. Which which then requires we've heard Brock had some problems he was run out of New York mm-hmm. so he has to face whatever those are all of New York is all against of, Eddie is, Brock. yeah he's like uh, and while he's there you know Spider Man gets on the scene of this guy and he's heard of Venom because the guy's eating heads in San Francisco so the word's gotten out mm-hmm. and of course there's antagonism because Venom eats people you know what I mean uh, and then maybe somewhere through shenanigans the suit. Uh, uh, attaches to Peter and because we've seen the suit is kind of fickle mm. he's like oh no this is way better like this mm-hmm. is this is Brock you're great but like Peter Parker is like primo mm-hmm. and so when he gets back to Venom that creates even more tension because the suit likes Peter Parker more mm-hmm. but Peter hates him yeah exactly so he rips him off classic you get mm-hmm. the bell tower yeah 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 you get your whatever whatever makes and, the Venom fans happy you get all that but but you make that like odd couple comedy even more mm-hmm. you know like like a little more tense you know what I mean because and because, Eddie's just dying in the corner because all of his organs don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what the movie set up yeah. is that his organs don't work. Now, now that they don't work, that they're, they're, they're shrinking because the thing is feeding off of them. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't eat people mm-hmm. on the reg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, huh? it makes it does make more sense when you explain mm-hmm. it. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking that's a, that that is a way that you could uh, 
maybe make the MCU Spider-Man work with Venom. I think they're going to dive more into Sony characters. So it's like I the, so, the uh, quote yes. the quote from Sony was that like there's oh we have over 700 uh Spider-Man characters to pull from. And I'm like Mm. <laughs> that's a weird well to pretend like you have because yeah. it's like if you only own like Superman they're like All right, we have over like 900 characters it's like yeah but yeah. you start digging they're all deep. there for Superman yeah but don't worry we're gonna make a Bizarro movie but not reference Superman once yeah but how how <laughs> how do you do that like you could like do Brainiac but it's like what is this like yeah. it's super conf- actually that's what um Shown Krypton is. Oh, shit. Which has its fans. But oh, yeah, shit. Uh, but even then. You get Lobo with his crotch skull. Actually, Krypton has more fun because they have the cape. At yeah. Least. They actually yeah, yeah. have a thing. Well, I kind of wondered about that. Do you, do you, could you see a version of this movie where they pull like a Supergirl or whatever and Brock's. We just start off. Brock has the symbiote. And he's like, I got it in New York. It was on somebody else first, but now it's on me. And I basically had to leave town, and now I'm in San Francisco. And we just roll with it. And that's you, all we of know. This of this movie? Of of a Venom movie. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. But, like, we too late. We got to say. Too late. But I, do you think that would have been better? I think it might have been, for one, we cut out the origin. He's just already Venom. Mm-hmm. So we get all, already to the interesting stuff. Uh, no, I like the I mean, I yeah, sure. that We yeah. you could do the origin that's from the comics. Like, I'm not going to negate that also and like everyone's on the internet's been like very clear they're like why wouldn't you put spider-man in this movie i'm like i like the idea of a challenge of trying to switch up a character to try to make them stand alone from the character yeah. that they that they came from like yeah. that's a good challenge for you to have for a character and they tried and the bones of that are there mm-hmm. that are good and they're good strong bones mm-hmm. but then everything else is crap and <laughs> it's um so i like the idea of you trying to make it different and yeah. um maybe having some of it in new york is interesting and you the six months later is guess what it's him establishing his life in san francisco and he's been venom this whole time yeah that's that's interesting yeah. too but they didn't do that. Nah. So we, yeah, you don't even have to like mention Spider-Man by name. You just listen. I left. I left New York. Yeah, there's the problems. There was a teenager right. screaming in this church, and I got this weird uh, tar stuck on me. Yeah. So, but don't worry. We're it, living with it. it We're washed off. No, so. Yeah. yeah uh, don't worry. It's just eating my heart when I don't eat people. Sometimes at night I don't know what happens. Oh, you know what? That's kind of fun is that at nighttime he doesn't know what's happening. So he's losing track of time and finally he has to confront Venom that like, wait a second, you mean for months? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's six months since he left New York, he got his tar stuck on him and now he's here. He doesn't know anything's wrong except for he's really tired all the time. He's always like kind of hungry. He never really knows why. Yeah. But he's not doing well. By the way, that Spider-Man annual with the suit was read it. real good so that's the premise that's yeah. such a good premise it's, it's real good it's the new the newest Spider-Man it annual makes you, it makes you sad for the symbiote because it loves Peter it loves Peter a yeah. lot and, but like and but you could do like he loves Eddie now he yeah. like it doesn't actually doesn't matter about who he was with before yeah. he doesn't even need to mention because or you can't doesn't matter yeah. is that he loves Eddie so much that he's like I learned how to be a good guy I know how to be a good guy this yeah. guy can be a good guy I can make anyone a good guy because I used to be bad but I'm good now yeah and so it's like and he's just and he basically is using Eddie's body like a puppet while he sleeps but it's still exerting strength for Eddie to do those things so he gets tired and also Venom's feeding on things like he'll eat like a thing but he's still hungry so Eddie still feels hungry and he still feels tired all the time and finally has to confront Venom and it's like holy shit like that's what's but you have a demon, yeah. and it's it's an alien demon, and blah blah blah. And you still have the same. You could still do the same threat, tighten it up, and make it better, of course. Yeah. Um, or having them come to Earth now, but Venom was the scout. You can even say like if you if you just jump straight to him being Venom, you could even say that that the Life Foundation isn't responsible. Like they're they're building a ship, and so that's all the Life Foundation's inclusion in that is they want the ship to get to the more of their kind. You yeah. Know what I mean? And yeah, because besides that, it starts getting dumb, like the movie is. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's so stupid. 
I do like the premise too, where it's like, um, except for when Eddie says it, he's like, wait, he's trying to put aliens inside of humans. And you're like, Oh wait, this is stupid. But it's like the idea that these, these creatures can only exist on a planet when they inhabit the creatures from the planet so that yeah. they can share the body, they feed off of them, and they can breathe and survive. And it's like, that's interesting. So if you were able to figure out a way to create homeostasis, um, they could also help you survive in space, too. Yeah. And I'm or like, wherever they're wherever from. They're yeah. from. So it, it goes both ways. And I'm like, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, that idea is fun. See, like there's yeah. there's cool ideas that they come up with in this movie that could work on their own, and I, and uh, there's more interesting ways you can go about it. Uh, Saladin, the guy who wrote that annual, who's going to be writing the new Miles Morales comic, he's a very good writer. He also wrote Black yeah. Bolt that won nice. uh, the Eisner Award or was nominated at least. Nice. Um, it, he, he that was a, such a cool idea for for Venom alone. Venom couldn't talk. Yeah. It was just like Venom had his own private thoughts about what he wanted to be and why he liked Peter a lot. Yeah. And, like he's trying to be good, but it's like Peter wants to do more good, but Peter Peter can only do so much. So, like, while he sleeps, I'll go yeah, out. Yeah, and so in his mind, it's interesting because in his mind, he's really helping Peter Parker out. But you, we know Peter's perspective of how it's a nightmare. Yeah. But this this creature, you know, really feels hurt and rejected. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a cool... Because you know. can't understand. Yeah. And in this, in the movie, Venom's a joke, but he does fully understand everything yeah. because he's in someone's brain. Yeah. But having a little bit, like, of a barrier where it's like he kind of gets enough. Like, yeah. he knows some of his memories, but that doesn't mean he grasps what it means. Yeah. And in this movie, he's a fully... He's a person. Like, He's saying stuff like he's got shit you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It's like I don't really know where you got that vocabulary from, mm. but sure, why not? I don't care. It was a funny line. And I don't the, know. And the knowledge, his knowledge base is kind of just it flip flops when it's convenient yeah. for the writing. So yeah. it's that's not great. But the idea that you could set that up earlier that he um, Venom's has his own agenda, and it's like he was a scout. But he changed, and he yeah. was like, "I want to be good." And he's like, "I know Eddie's a good person because he likes to do this. That's why I was attracted to him. Yeah. Like he actually goes out and helps people." Um, but I can, I can't be a journalist. I can, but I can fight, and so that's yeah. why I'm doing it. And he, when he knows that more of his kind are coming, or at least another scout, to yeah. be like, "What the fuck are you doing here, Venom? Like you're supposed to be doing something else." Yeah. And then there's a it, a more logical reason than like a weird backpacking trip to go get more of your buddies to come mm-hmm. back. There, there's more, there's elements of, that could have worked a little bit better, but we got the movie that we got yes. and it's fine. So I'm not going to own it. <laughs> I'm no. never going to watch it again. Uh, I will watch the clip from Spider-Verse. Hopefully, cross all fingers that this will be uploaded to YouTube so we can mm-hmm. just watch it there and we don't have to bother with the movie. If Sony's smart, don't upload it. Yeah. Because then people have and, to go see uh, it. And we'll see it when the movie comes out. Yeah. Okay, in, in a year and I think that's, that. I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, Hopefully we'll we'll get more from that universe. But yeah, it's 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 not as bad as it could have been. It's perfectly serviceable, but it's definitely not the best superhero movie of the year. Uh, and if they do, if it does get a sequel, I hope they they're able to move in a more cohesive direction because now they've done the legwork of creating a Venom without Spider Man. That's done. Mm-hmm. So now you can just make a Venom movie. You can just just cut to cut to the chase. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see. I don't I don't necessarily need a sequel. Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh no, I'm not seeing that shit if they come up with one. You know what I mean? Remember that uh, Black Panther came out this year? Yeah, oh yeah, so good. That feels like a long time ago. Yeah, I own that movie. Yeah, same. So good. Now, I'm not gonna own Venom. No, not gonna do that. Don't mm-hmm. wanna don't wanna watch it ever again. I watched it twice. So, so you didn't have to. <laughs> there, there you go. If you want a sequel, you better go watch that dang movie. Mm-hmm. But guys, there's a little burp for you. Let us yeah. know what you thought of Venom if you had the balls <laughs> uh, to go see the it. The balls in your court. In your court. Yeah, you can go watch it if you want to. And if you do, let us know what you thought on our Discord, which you can join by going to patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Just for one dollar do. you can join that little tier. And by adding your account to your Discord account to your Patreon account, you'll automatically get added to the server. It's very cool. Uh, we have custom emotes from our Twitch show, twitch.tv slash playnoggin. Uh, we go live Thursdays at 4 p.m. PST. Uh, we have a 
my dude emote. We're going to be getting personal emotes for both of us. There's yeah. a Sam emote in there, and there's some for uh, the people who work behind the scenes that are really good. Uh, they, there's a lot of really fun stuff being a part of that community, but there's also a lot more at our Patreon that you should check out, like how Super TV Showdown's coming back very soon. Oh, snap. And, it's, and there's a little bit of a twist this time. Not... Anything that you're gonna dislike, basically, you're getting uh, what you what you what you support us for on our Patreon. But there might be a way that all you listeners Uh-oh. can get your ears on it in a really cool way. So, so point is, stay tuned for more on that, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming down the line, which you can find at uh, onlystupidanswers.com or on Twitter at onlystupidanswers. You got the vowels from stupid. We got Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, all the places that people go on to or claim to have an account on. We're there. Don't yeah. worry. I'm at Sam Basher. I'm at DJ Talks Trash. Thanks for joining us, mm-hmm. and we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.